Welcome to the Material World Manifestation and Spirituality Podcast hosted by me, Cher Enya. This podcast is here to guide you to becoming the most confident and fearless version of yourself and live an unlimited freedom-filled life, no matter who you are, where you've come from, or what you've lived through. Despite what you may think, you do deserve to live a life that exceeds all your expectations and be totally unapologetic about it along the way. I am your spiritual sister on this journey, so let's jump into this episode. Hello and welcome to this episode. Today I am going to be sharing with you the biggest manifestation mistakes or things that you really should not be doing when you are trying to manifest something into your life. So I'm going to talk through 12 mistakes And if you have been trying to manifest recently, which I am sure you have been, which is why you are listening to this, maybe you are trying to manifest love. Maybe you are trying to manifest more money. Maybe it's your dream job. Maybe it's manifestation in your business. And it just doesn't seem to be happening. I'm going to talk you through these 12 things and maybe you might see where you've potentially been going wrong and some of these mistakes I'm going to share with you well actually many of these mistakes I'm going to share with you from a personal perspective because these are all mistakes that I have made over the years and I don't want you making the same mistakes as I did because honestly all it's going to do is slow you down drive yourself crazy and it's just going to make you question everything. It's going to make you question you, your ability to manifest. I think there is so much manifestation stuff out there that makes it sound so easy, okay? And I'm going to really always be so honest with you. Like, I'm going to talk to you about these manifestation mistakes, but these are not easy things to break. They're not easy habits to break for sure. Like I said, I've made all of them and I still do. Like I'm only human. We all are. So this podcast really is to raise your awareness of the manifestation process. It's not necessarily an easy process to do. Yes, manifestation is meant to be effortless. It's meant to be easy for us humans. We're meant to just be able to do it. But unfortunately, our society and the way we've grown up, our childhood, and all of our belief systems have made it very, very difficult. So let's talk about some mistakes and things to avoid when you are trying to manifest so that we can give you the best possible chances of bringing what it is you want to bring into your life a whole lot faster. (laughs) So number one, and this was something I used to be so bad at, was testing. Testing the universe. This was really back for me, like in my very early days of manifestation and learning about the law of attraction and things like that. And, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes when you hear these concepts and you've not really seen much evidence or proof, like it's hard to trust it and believe it. So my way of believing it and trusting that it was true was by testing the universe. So really I was saying things to myself like, oh, if I manifest X, Y, and Z, then 
I will trust that manifestation works. Like that was actually my belief. Like I'm gonna manifest this thing. This is what I want. I'm gonna really think about it. I'm gonna tell the universe this is exactly what I want to happen in my life. And if it doesn't happen, then it clearly doesn't work. And this is just you testing the universe. It's a really, really big mistake. The minute you start testing to see if your manifestation is working or to believe that manifestation is true, the minute you start testing that is the minute you are already doubting the process. So you already do not believe it's true, okay? And when you don't believe it's true, when you don't believe that what you want to manifest is available to you, when you don't believe that manifestation is really even a thing in this world, that's when it just won't happen. Because manifestation is really just based on belief. If you believe it, it will happen. If you do not believe it, it won't happen. And if you are testing the universe, you don't believe it. (laughs) Number two then is desperate energy. This one is hard to shake, okay? Especially if you are in a situation right now that is not good, if it's awful, if you're driving yourself crazy with this identity that you've created for yourself and you're desperately trying to break out of whatever it is that you are in right now, desperate energy is never going to help you manifest. And I see this particularly with those of you who might be trying to manifest a specific person into your life. Like, an ex-partner, let's say. So if you are trying to manifest your ex back into your life, you are very likely putting so much pressure and desperate energy onto the manifestation that it's just not going to happen. I'm not saying you can't manifest your ex back because you absolutely can, but it requires a specific energy from you. It requires an empowering energy, not a desperate energy. And that's the same for all manifestations. You know, it doesn't have to be that you are manifesting a partner or an ex back. If you're trying to manifest a million pounds, let's say, that's still gonna require you to manifest from an empowering energy rather than a desperate energy because nothing manifests under pressure. Nothing manifests from a place of desperation. And really, that's because this desperation, this desperate energy is linked to survival. So you are essentially saying that you need your manifestation to come in. You need it to happen. Never ever use the word need. I need my ex back. I need a million pounds. I need to get out of this job. I need a new job. Never ever say that because the word need instantly puts you into survival mode, life or death mode. A need is something that you truly need to survive. And really, our survival as humans is food, water, air, that kind of thing. That's what we need to survive. Your manifestations, of course, are going to make your life amazing. They're going to make your life so much more exciting, maybe even so much better, but you still cannot put this desperate energy on your manifestations. Your manifestations must be lighthearted. Number three is timeframes, okay? Kind of similar to the previous one where I talked about that desperate energy, but when you are putting time frames onto your manifestations, when you are giving your manifestations a deadline, yes, it's 
good to know when you want things to happen. It's good to like have a bit of a timeline in your life that you maybe want to try and stick to, but do not attach yourself to dates. Do not attach yourself to deadlines, okay? Because all this is going to do is just put additional stress onto you, additional pressure onto you, additional stress and pressure onto what it is you're trying to manifest. And all of a sudden, you just slip into desperate energy once again, because you are putting yourself on this deadline for some reason. And the universe will always, 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 always work in divine timing. The universe will rarely give you something that you are not ready for. Number four is meaning. You are putting too much meaning onto your manifestations. And again, this was something that I used to be so, so guilty of. If I manifest this job, then I'm gonna be happy. Okay, that's putting meaning onto your manifestation. If I manifest a 5K month in my business, then that means my business is successful. Again, it's just coming back to that pressure. Manifestations do not need to mean anything, especially not about you. Okay, if I manifest my dream apartment in the city, then that means I'm finally on my way to being the person I want to be. That means I'm finally on my way to being successful. But I have to manifest this first to prove myself that I am worthy, that I am successful, that I am on on the right path. No, stop. Okay, manifestation needs to be lighthearted, like I said, not emotionally charged. Putting meaning, putting happiness, putting emotions, loading all of this stuff onto your manifestations, it's just going to put so much pressure on it. It's gonna put so much weight on it. Think like you're just loading things on top of this manifestation all the time. It's gonna get heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. Number five is belief. Belief is such a key one. You don't believe it's going to happen, okay? You want your manifestation. You know what you want. You've got really clear on your goal, on what it is you wanna bring into your reality, but there's something in you deep, deep, deep down that still doesn't quite believe it's going to happen. Manifestation is based purely on belief. That is as simple as manifestation gets. That is the most simple explanation I can give you of manifestation. If you do not believe it, it will not be. If you do believe it, it will. So if you are trying to manifest something and deep, deep down, like I am not talking about your surface level beliefs, you know, we can all brainwash ourselves on the surface to think that we believe something. But if your subconscious, if your core, if the core depths of yourself simply does not believe it's going to happen or does not believe that you deserve it or does not believe that someone like you can manifest something like that, it will not manifest. Equally, if you try to just convince yourself, like I said, if you just kind of become delusional and you try and convince yourself that you believe it, yes, of course, sometimes it can work. We see a lot about this delusional confidence and delusional belief online right now. And yes, there is an element of truth to it, which is why affirmations can work well. But depending on how big or deep or emotionally charged what it is you want to manifest is and how much it's really residing on 
things from your childhood, things that you truly believe from everything that you've picked up in society and actually you just don't believe it and it goes against everything you've been taught, there's really not much delusional confidence or delusional belief that's going to help you manifest with that because you cannot fool your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind will reject anything that it does not believe to be true. It simply will just not let the information pass. Which is why hypnotherapy and things like that is so effective because you can actually distract your mind to allow information to bypass through, which will eventually change your subconscious mind beliefs. So belief is such a key part of manifestation because really that's tapping into that conscious and subconscious mind and what that naughty little subconscious mind (laughs) believes to be true. That is the person we need to be getting on board Number six then is too much specificity, okay? You are being too specific. I always say you need to be specific. Yes, definitely need to be specific. But there is such thing as being too specific where you're actually like overly controlling of this manifestation. You are being too controlling of how the manifestation has to happen in your life. Have you ever heard the phrase, you have your plan? So there's your plan in your head. And then there's God's plan. Okay, you have your plan and then there's God's plan. So that is essentially your plan, which is how you want things to manifest. That's how you expect it's going to come in. And then there's God's plan. The plan of how actually things are going to come into your life in a divine way. And it's probably in a way that you will never expect it which is why you've got to release this pressure of the how. How's it going to happen? You do not need to know how. Manifestations rarely happen in the way that you expect them or want them to be. And you are allowed to expect manifestations to happen in a certain way. That's fine. You can expect that something is going to come by you taking a specific action. If that's going to encourage you to push yourself to take the action, Of course, but don't be overly controlling of how you want it to come. Learn to go with the flow. Learn to release. Learn to surrender. The seventh manifestation mistake is not enough specificity. You are not being specific enough. You don't really know what it is you want. You don't really know where you want to go in life. And knowing your life path number in numerology can really help you with this. If you really are at a complete loss with what it is you want to achieve. So not being specific enough, if you are trying to manifest love, you're trying to manifest wealth, you're trying to manifest your dream life, but you haven't actually taken the time to think about the details. If you want love, what is that person like? Who do you want to love? Who do you want to have as a romantic partner? What are they like? What do you do together? What habits do they have? What habits do you have? Where do you go on holiday together? What experiences do you have together? How does that person treat you? How do you treat that person? Get really, really clear. If you want wealth, how much wealth? What is your dream life? What does wealth mean to you? How does wealth feel? How does it taste? How does wealth smell? What is wealth to you? Get really, really clear. As clear as you possibly can. And if you listen to my 
episode, I think it was episode two, where I talked about vision boards, you will know that I talk about being a specific and non-specific manifester. So if you are a non-specific manifester, then this is what can really slip you up because actually you may not know the specifics of what you want, but you need to know some kind of energetic frequency of what it is you want. So it's okay, you know, if you don't know exactly what house you want to live in, you don't exactly know what city you want to live in, you don't exactly know what apartment you want, you don't know these super, super crisp details, that's okay. But perhaps you know that you want to live in a bustling city, you want to live right in the centre of this city, You want an apartment that looks out over the skyline of this city in a high-rise building. You might know that you want a balcony. You might know that you want floor-to-ceiling windows. I'm just essentially giving you my dream apartment here. (laughs) But it's true, you know, I don't know what apartment I want to live in. I don't particularly know where in the city I want to live. But I know I want to live in a really central place. I know the frequency of what I want. I know the energy, the idea, the feeling that that apartment, that city is going to give me every morning when I wake up and I open my eyes and I see that skyline. That's a frequency. So you do not have to be super, super clear and specific on exactly the door number you want, (laughs) the house you want, although I want to live at an eight or a 22, but that's just because I love numerology. You know, I love numerology, but you might not know, oh, I want to live in this city. I want to live down this road. I want to live in this postcode. But as long as you know the specific frequency of how you want to feel, how your apartment feels, smells, looks, or your house, or your car, or your family, or your romantic partner, or whatever it is, you can apply this to anything. So get specific. Don't scare yourself with feeling like, oh my goodness, I have to decide what I want now, and what if it changes, and then what if something manifests that's wrong? Don't scare yourself, don't freak out, it doesn't matter. Things can change, things can evolve, but think of what you want, whether you know exactly the finer details or whether you just know a certain frequency and feeling. Number eight is the law of action, okay? We hear a lot about the law of attraction. We hear a lot about manifestation. We don't hear a lot about the law of action, taking the action that you need to take. Manifestation requires you to move, okay? Move with the energies, move with the flow, move forwards, take aligned action towards where you want to go. It's not just about thinking something into existence and having it pop up in front of you. And it's also not about playing safe. Manifestation is not about playing safe, okay? If you want to manifest something that you perceive to be big, into your life, then you need to be taking the action that is just as big. What action matches the impact of what you want to manifest, okay? What action is aligned with what you want to manifest? Because when you start thinking in this way, you are going to start making decisions like the person who already has what you want, the future version of yourself. This means no more playing small, no more talking small, no more taking tiny little steps towards where you want to go, 
This means taking big fat action. (laughs) Especially if what you want is like bigger than anything you've ever imagined, bigger than anything your family has ever achieved. That size in your mind, that perceived size of what it is you want, you need to match that energy, okay? If you want a huge mansion in the countryside, what's the energy of that huge mansion? What steps, what big action needs to take place so that you can be aligned energetically with the bigness of that vision and being able to think like the person who already has that massive mansion in the countryside or whatever it is you want, being able to start thinking like that, being able to start thinking like your future self, okay? Let's assume that you are the person in that huge mansion. How is that person feeling then? How is that version of you feeling? How is that version of you thinking? What actions are they taking on a day-to-day basis? Because this future version already has everything you want. They're taking that big, bold action that matches the frequency of what it is they wanna manifest. No more playing small. No more taking small actions. This really taps into that embodiment, okay? That embodiment piece. You need to take the time to embody the identity of the person who has already manifested what you want. This does not mean that you need to spend money like that person, money that you might not have right now. This does not mean you need to put stress and pressure on yourself. This is more of an energetics perspective. So when you wake up in the morning, what's that best version of you that already lives in that mansion in the countryside? What's that person do? What's she thinking? What decisions is she making or he? When you are faced with an issue or a problem in your day-to-day life, the reality that you're living right now, think about that future version of you that already has what you want. How would they react to this? What boundaries do they have? What can you embody now, today, that is the same as that version of yourself. And if you need a bit of help with this, if you really want to take some time or go deeper into this, write down everything, get really clear, tell a story. How is that version of you feeling, acting on a day-to-day basis? What emotions do they have? Do they have confidence? Do they have power? Do they have poise? Do they feel free? Do they feel calm? What feelings are they feeling? It's up to you to really try and embody as many of those feelings as you can on a day-to-day basis, plus take that action that you need to take in order to get to where that future version of you already is. Match your actions with the energy of the size of your manifestation. So number nine, our magic number nine is indecisiveness. (laughs) Do not change your mind every five minutes. Get clear on what you want. And similar to what I said about, you know, having a frequency, if you can't decide, if you cannot commit yourself to exactly what it is you want right now, that's fine. But at least decide on some kind of way of living, some kind of feeling, some kind of emotion, some kind of frequency that you want to have in your life. Don't swap and change your mind. 
You know, if one day you want to live in the countryside in a mansion and then the next day you want to live in the middle of the city in uh, an apartment, decide that you can actually just have both because that is who you are. One day you are the country bumpkin and one day you are the city girl. I mean, this is absolutely me to a T, but that's fine. You know, you can decide, well, I want to live both lives, some kind of polarity because I like change. Decide that you can have both then. Don't just think, okay, one day on my vision board, I'm going to stick this thing up. And then next week, when I've kind of changed a bit more, I'm going to stick up something that's the polar opposite. Because you're just going to send mixed signals out into the quantum realm that are completely conflicted. And you're going to be left confused yourself. You know, if you are in this position where your indecisiveness is coming from a place of not feeling like you can have it all. So you're kind of putting yourself in this box of like, hmm, I need to choose, I need to decide, I can't have both, some days I want this and some days I want that, I really don't know what I want anymore, just stop. Maybe your manifestation is that you can decide to have both. Who is the person that has both? That is the unlimited way of thinking that we want. And the indecisiveness is probably just coming down to the fact that you don't believe you can have both or all, or you don't feel like you are worthy of having it all. So our manifestation mistake number 10 is that it's a threat. Kind of similar to what I said earlier in this podcast about how your manifestation can get linked to being in survival mode, okay? So when your manifestation actually turns into a threat, it starts being perceived as something that is scary by your mind or your body or both. So if you are trying to manifest a million pounds or a million pound business or wealth or something like that, but you have never ever had that much money. So let's use money because it's just an easier example. So if you're trying to manifest to have a million pounds in your bank account or a million pounds in savings and you have never ever ever experienced that in your life, that can actually be a threat to you because you do not know how to handle that much money. There are also all of these other beliefs when it comes to money in particular, when we wanna manifest money. There is so much threat around having more money in particular. Let's look at a film, for example, okay? So films, quite often in these gritty, scary films, you might have a typical wealthy family. They're living in a wealthy home, a gorgeous home. Maybe it's in the middle of the countryside. And what happens? Someone breaks in, they try and rob them, they get killed, and it's a disaster, Okay, and we have really like grown up, if you've just watched all of the typical standard films or even just TV shows that are out there, like there is always this narrative that either having money makes you a bad person, a villain, or having money makes you some kind of victim to something dangerous. Okay, something bad can happen to you. So, you really need to get to know like, okay, what is my manifestation? What is my life that I want to live? And what threats are coming to the surface when I think about that? Is it that I don't quite know how to manage that much money? You know, your mind might start saying, well, how can you manage a million pounds in your bank account when you can't even manage 1,000 pounds in your bank account or 100 pounds in your bank account? You might be thinking, well, I've heard all of these horror stories of people being robbed 
at gunpoint or having handbags stolen from them or watches stolen from them or their car broken into or their home broken into. And these are people who have money. That's what happens. That is the story that your mind might believe just because of everything you have picked up on subconsciously up until this moment. So a really, really important thing, and this is especially important, like I said, if it's about money, if it's about wealth, if it's about having this incredibly beautiful, wealthy dream life, take the time to just investigate what fears might there be for me? Are there fears of actual physical safety, of people trying to take money from me, and where has that come from in my life? Is it that I'm worried about how I can handle that? Have I got enough responsibility? Do I know how? Really, really, really good journaling exercise that I would really encourage anyone to do so that you can start perceiving your manifestation as something very safe and positive instead of something that is dangerous and threatening to you unconsciously. Number 11 is your childhood beliefs, okay? Again, we're really tapping into that belief here, okay? Because like I said, belief is manifestation. What you believe is going to impact what you can manifest. Beliefs from childhood are very, very, very important for all of us, particularly beliefs that we picked up before the age of seven, but really any belief that we grew up with in childhood is going to leave this imprint on us. So if your beliefs from childhood are conflicting with what it is you want to manifest, you are going to have a very hard time manifesting that thing unless you clear those beliefs. So if you want to manifest money, let's use a money example again. If you want to manifest money, but as a child you grew up hearing your family or people who looked after you or your friends or people in your life who meant something to you, you valued what they said. If you grew up hearing them say, you know, rich people are really bad, rich people are evil, money makes people bad, this is going to create a conflict for you because you are going to start feeling conflicted between the fact that you want money, you desire to have money, you know money can really help you and other people you care about, but you have this deep-rooted belief that money makes people bad, therefore you will be bad, therefore people will not like you, and you do not want to be disliked, therefore your subconscious will literally stop you from bringing in any more money because your subconscious wants to keep you safe, it wants to keep you alive, it wants to keep you happy. Really, really important that you go back through those childhood beliefs and see, okay, what is connected to the thing I want to manifest here and get rid of those old beliefs and start creating new ones. So finally, number 12, the how. How it is going to happen. (laughs) This is like the most obvious mistake. The how is not your job. If you knew how your manifestation was going to happen, would you not have already done it? Because you would know how. Therefore, you would know exactly what to do. Therefore, you'd do it and you'd get your manifestation, right? (laughs) So you do not need to know the how let go of the how. The how is not your job. The how is the job of the universe. The how is the magic piece, the exciting part, the fun part. Instead of being this person who's really, really controlling this how, be the person who is excited to see how. It's like a surprise. Your job is simply to focus on the what. That is all you need 
to do in the manifestation process. Focus on the what, forget about the how, trust that the how is going to come in the most incredibly beautiful and exciting way. Release the energy of the how, release the energy of control, surrender to the universe, surrender to God's plan, surrender to the plan of how the universe is going to deliver what it is that you want to manifest. So that was your 12 manifestation mistakes, the things that you should be avoiding when you are trying to manifest what you want. And remember, this really is for those of you who are doing this deep journey. Yes, it's great to manifest little bits here and there. Of course it is. But you listening to this, you're listening to this because you want to change your life. You know, you don't want to just manifest the small things, the fun things. You want to manifest a complete shift in your reality, a complete shift in your identity and a complete shift in your life and your family's life. That is why you are listening to this podcast and that is exactly why this work is not just about doing quick methods and quick wins. This work is about going deep. This work is about reprogramming. And this work is about looking back at those beliefs that you have that maybe are hindering that huge life shift that I know you want. So if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. And also don't forget to go and take my manifestation quiz. I will link that in the show notes. And this quiz is all about how you can use your life path energies in numerology to help you with your manifestation processes. So in your numerology, you have your life path number. Don't worry, I will help you calculate that in the quiz. And From this quiz, you will then learn your bespoke manifesting method aligned to your numerology. So it's really, really personal and really, really powerful. Like I said, I will link that in the show notes. You know where I am on social media. I am on TikTok and Instagram at IamShareEnya. I am so, so grateful for you listening to this episode and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please let me know you loved it by leaving a review and make sure you are following me on TikTok and Instagram so we can be friends. You'll find me at I am Cher Enya. I love you so much. Keep up your progress and I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>